Today's daf is daf Samach Ahmed Aleph. And just to quickly refresh our memories, we learned in Ebrei regarding a Koyen Godel. I mean, just try to picture this, a Koyen Godel who raped a girl. What's he doing being a Koyen Godel? A Koyen Godel who raped a girl or seduced a girl. So he said, because he has to marry a virgin, he shouldn't be marrying her. But if he did, he did. Came along Reb Huna and said, when we say he did, he, if he married, he married. It doesn't mean that he can remain married. It means he has to give her a divorce. And what's then the difference here? But the idea is by giving a divorce, he gained in the case of a seduction on the footer, he doesn't have to pay the penalty anymore because he married her. When it comes to rape, it makes no difference if you end up marrying her, you still have to pay the, the rape money to the father. But when it comes to seduction, you don't have to pay the money anymore. And then the bride says, but there's a difference. If it, your friend raped a girl, or seduced a girl, you shouldn't marry her because she's no longer a psula. And in this case, we had a machlekit, Rabbelezim and Yaakov, and what happened if he did marry her? According to Rabbelezim and Yaakov, the child of that union is a chowuf, the friend's um, victim, and you, and you, the Kohen God, will marry her, that is a chowuf. And uh, and we'll soon see uh, uh, why. And according to Rabbelezim, the child is kosher. So now, so yesterday we, we learned that the, the crux of the argument is if we Rabbelezer ben Yaakov follows the view of Rabbelezer ben uh, Rabbelezer who says that a tonui habal a tonui, he says even a girl who's single, if they have if she has relations outside of marriage, she becomes a zainus. So any kind cannot marry her. There's a love involved, and if there's a love involved, there's a lechalozare. So the child is a cholol. The Chachamim hold no that if she was a single girl, it's not she's not considered a zayna. Therefore, the child not a chol. That's what we learned yesterday. And then the problem we have with that was we know the halach is always like Rabbi Lezer and Yaakov because Kav and Noki we had a few weeks ago that he's limited his halachas, but whenever he says something, he's right. But we also know the halach is not like Rabbi Lezer and a single girl had a in order to become a chalala, she had to have but she had to have a relationship with someone that she cannot marry, like with if you had even a one night stand with a goy turns her into a halala or um, so on that she could not marry anyone from incest and so on. And um, and according to other Rishayim, Rashi says clearly, even a mamzer, where the marriage is a valid marriage, she becomes a halala. Others disagree. It has to be only someone that she could never, they can never become into a condition. Anyway, so therefore we don't like that answer. So we're up to the Gemara. Rashi comes and gives another explanation altogether. Says the Gemara Rashi is sort of about 20 lines from the top of the page. Ravachi said, I'll give you another explanation as to what is Machlekes of Lezim and Yaakov and the Chachamim. Ravachi says, you know the Machlekes is? We don't agree with Rabbi Lezim. There's no love of Lo Yechalol over here because she's not a Zayna. So what's so why did Rabbi Lezim Yaakov say that the child is a Chalol? If, if the Koyin, the Koyin, uh, head you the Koyin Godel, marries, the Koyin Godel marries the victim of his friend. We, according to Rabbi Lezim Yaakov, the child is a Chalol. Why? Ravachi said, B'yesh Chalol Mechai Ve'aseikah Mitzvah. Here we're not talking about a lot. We're talking about a Chai Ve'aseikah. The Torah said you should marry a Psula. This girl is not a Psula. And therefore, it's it's a you're not allowed to marry her. It's a love that was born out of an assay, which is considered an assay. So Rabbi Lezim Yaakov even if you're even say the child will become a chalom. Since we're talking about a kohen god, he has to marry absula, and this girl is not absula, can't. And the rabban hold ain't chalom say. And the rabban hold that there, you cannot produce a chalom from a chiv say. It can only be from a lab. As the pasuk says, like is referring to only a virus. If you live with someone that's a lab, like a zayner, 
and so on. And the more explains. My time of the accuracy, the Pasik is as follows. One Pasik says that Almana, a widow or a Grusha a divorcee, or a halal of the woman who's already a halal herself, or a zaina, if she's classified as a zaina, as Ela Loyikah, you should not marry them. These are all included in the law. And then the Pasik continues. Kiyim, but this Tomara Koyin God, Upsula, Ma'amav, she should marry a young girl, Upsula. That's who you should take as a wife. And the next project says, You should not desecrate the children in your nation. So the blessing holds that this project is referring to all of the instances in the project prior, including the Imsula, including the assay of marrying Absula. So therefore, for Kohen Gogol does not marry Absula, the child is a Chalala. That's his view. And the Rabbanan say, No. The Torah says, and then it says, These don't take. That's the end of one particular subject. That ends the subject. And that goes refers only to those four. Taste already asked, the next words is you should take Absula. And then the next possibility are the contrary. Let's say is only in the case of Absula, not in the first four cases. And Taisa says logically, since the first four cases are much more severe, they're lobbying. Therefore, and Leichal is definitely only talking about one, one, one of these two uh, parts of the Pasik. So we'll put it to the first part of the Pasik. What does he do with the word Eile, these and not what? Since, what do you mean these? According to Rabbi Yaakov, all five of them, including the Psula, which is written afterwards, is included in Leichal. So why does it say these? Lemute to exclude Nida. On Nida, for example, if he lives with the wife with Nida, which is forbidden, but the child, if they have a child from that, will not be a Chalala. So who, according to the following price of follow, the Eile after Eisachol from the following, you make a Chol. The E after Eisachol from Nida, but you cannot make a Chol from a Nida. Command, who does that follow? That follows the view of Lezim Yaakov. So he's the one who holds that, uh, that, um, that everything makes a whole except a nidra. But Lezim Yaakov, according to Lezim Yaakov, it's still difficult since all of them are included in Le'echal. And Eile comes to exclude nidra. Why put it right in the middle of the passage? Wait till you finish the positive part as well about only marry absolute and then throw it in. Why don't you put Eile all the way to the end? Kasha, that is a problem. Now the Gemara is a new subject. Don't know what It says in the pasuk that a, a koyin can only a koyin headed can only be to seven relatives. When it comes to the sister, the pasuk says, "Who, which sister can he can can, can he defile himself to?" It says in the pasuk, "Ula only if she's a psula. I mean, she hasn't yet. Uh, she's a virgin. Hakreva that is close a love to him. So we're saying psula is coming to limit, or not something else." And then Krave is coming to add, and Ela is coming to add close to him. We'll soon see exactly what we're referring to. And then Pazik says, ish. was never married or never had involvement with another person. To her, you should be so from this Pazik, an interesting machlik is as to who, what kind of sister he can be Because once she's married, her husband takes care of her, and, the, and her brother cannot tend to attend that Levaya. Uh, Tell what so we can have an issue. Usually, they argue in this case, they both agree that we say, What happens if a sister was engaged to a man, but she never, never consummated the marriage? In other words, she's still a psula, but she's engaged to another man. So, the may and Abihuda say, In this case, the brother still goes to the Leviah. And Abihuda and Abshimon, in this, in this thing, Abihuda agrees with Abshimon, they say, No. That once she's engaged to another man, she's under the influence of another man, the brother no longer is able to attend the Leviah. That's one part of it. Next part, where do they all agree? Anusim if his sister was raped or was a, was a victim of rape or she was seduced, so the fact that she's no longer a psula, then David Hakel, Aimed Tamla, everyone agreed that what? That you cannot attend the funeral. Next thing, 
Next thing you argue again, umukas eights, which we had we had recently, mukas eights is that she lost her virginity, but not through a human relationship, but because she was hit by a stick or whatever. The mukas eights, in fact, we're looking more ksuvas about mukas eights, whether she loses part of the value of the ksuva, and that is why many girls don't go horse riding because it causes them to lose their ksuva, their hymen. Umukas eights, or they don't do aerobics, heavy aerobics. Ain, we'll talk about it more in more ksuvas. Mukas ain metamila, a mukas eights. Um, also, even though she never got married to a person, but she lost her virginity because of ate something outside, the, um, the din is according to Rav Shimon. Rav Shimon, he holds the brother does not attend a funeral. Everyone else disagrees, including Rabbi Yaisi. Rabbi Yaisi, who agreed with Rav Shimon before regarding um, a, a, a sister in Arusa that you don't go, but it comes to Mukasei, so Rabbi Yaisi says, yes, you will go to the funeral. And Rav Shimon now is alone opinion and says you don't. And what's his logic? says that a girl who is able to marry a coin the brother can still be she's no longer suitable for coin and if you remember that Shimon learned a few days ago that Shimon holds that a mukas eights is also forbidden to coin because the way we learn and all that so therefore the brother cannot go to her Levaya. Then the next thing we say, everyone agrees with Bagetis, that the girl is over 12 and a half, so she also lost sort of her psulim, but not because of her relationship or anything else. Then, according to everybody, metamela, divre koladim. Interesting expression here, divre koladim. That means all these opinions who argue, but they all agree. In this case, that Bagetis, the brother goes to Levaya. Now we're going to explain each opinion. So my time, but I may have it. First, let's start with the Why do they say that a brother, the sister who's engaged, they could attend the Levaya? The Dosha Hachnisa have a dash in the posse. The Lachoy say, Hapsula, it says a sister who's Absula comes to tell you Prat. What Absula, not what? Prat. So the first thing it comes to exclude Anusa Umbafutta. So a victim, a rape victim, Umbafutta, seduction, then obviously she's no longer Absula. You don't attend Levaya. Yochel, I would have thought, and he might have Mukazates. So I should also include a mukazate, the fact that she's no longer a psula, right? Doesn't matter why, but she, she lost her virginity. Tamaloyme, therefore, it says in the passing, ash, it stipulates ash which virginity are we concerned about if it's as a result of relations with a man? But a mukazate is a natural causes, and therefore it's not included. And therefore, you could go to her levi, you could meet, you could submit to metameter. Me, ish, if it occurred by a person, just didn't happen because of a person. Then the Pazi says, but it's close. What is the Pazi coming to add? It's coming to sort of another girl that you can also be metamit. So therefore they say, what's it coming to include? Your sister, even though she has dealings with a man, but since it was only engaged, so nothing happened, there was no intimate relations. Therefore, to this sister, you should also be metamit. Because um, otherwise, we would have excluded her because in this case, you can argue she has some kind of relations to a man. Therefore, the Tez HaKreva comes to HaKreva close. Since she's close to you, she's your sister. Even though she does have a relationship with another man, because nothing's consummated, you can go metameter. A love, what it says, A love is Lerabe's Habegeres. A love is coming to be, um, and that's another, uh, A-love again, is something, another permission to, to expand that, is to be Marba Begeres. This girl also lost Absolim, but not the result of another person. She just became an adult. She's over 12 and a half years old. Also, you're Metami. So Hakreva and A-love both are coming to expand the Het. So that's what, so the only thing they exclude is a, the, um, is, is an Anusa and a Mafuta. 
uh, but everything else, if your sister's engaged, a mukha's aged, or a begetus, all of these cases, according to Abuja Shimon, you go ahead and you are, you can metame, and according to Abuja at least the mukha's aged can metame. Okay, what he disagrees is if she's engaged to another man. So you want to ask the question, why in fact, do, according to Ramea, why do we need a posse based on what we learned a few days ago? said, we had before, which is psula, then psuleho, then says bipsuleho. So Ramea said, which is the word psula on its own, is that filu mixes psula match. the word psula on its own includes a bagaris, even if you only retain some of virginity, is included. That's why it says psuleho comes to change that. And you know, um, and to limit it, but otherwise the word psula some of it So automatically we know that you said the pasuk that achaisa hapsula, your sister psula according to May. If you read it correctly, it means that even if she only has part psula, that means even if she's a begeris, you should go to the ten levaya. So why do you need a pasuk to tell you to include a begeris? It's if we need it. Because sometimes I would have thought nailed psula psula hasam. I would have thought we could learn psula psula from another place altogether. Over there, it says if your person found a naira psula. And you know, and 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 causes her um and 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 forces himself on her. And there it talks about a night of Sula. So we would have thought, whatever it's a Sula, it's referring to a Naira Max, not a Bagaris. That no, we have the Pasik Akrave love to tell you include a Bagaris. Okay, that is the view of a made of you. Come look at Bishop Shimon, might to mind. Why did it say that a if she's engaged, he's no longer you can go to to Metameter Dashi Hachlisa Hade Dash. They agree, like the other ones, that it comes to exclude a rape victim or if you seduce the fact that you know I'm so. According to the it also includes a mukase, the fact is that she's not a psul. That would have nothing to do with a man. Prat la arusa, they use the word ashalahisa, had nothing to do with a man, but if she's engaged, she does have to do with a man. So therefore, they argue you cannot mimitami yourself. Hakreva, then the puzzle says, your relation comes to expand the heter, le rabbis, to include what kind of arusa? Shinizgash. If she was engaged, but now divorced, then you can attend her funeral. Then you have a mitzvah attend her funeral. As long as she's engaged, she has a connection to another man, you don't attend the funeral, according to Rav Shimon a love, then the puzzle is also a love to him, comes to further expand the kind of sister you can go, le rabbis to expand, as habaygeres, to, to what? To include a baygeres. Remember, we said everyone agrees that a baygeres. Also, you can attend the funeral. Hakreva, and we said, the master question, you just said that hakreva is to be married, not an ordinary girl who's engaged. Because she is to do, she has to do with a man. It's only a woman who's engaged and now divorced. The rabbi says, "Gasha, as the Gemara, but Amar Rab Shimon, Rab Shimon laid down a rule that only Ruila Kohen Gadol metamel. Only if she's suitable to marry a Kohen Gadol, do you attend her funeral? She ain't Ruila Kohen Gadol, ain't metamel. But if she's not suitable for Kohen Gadol, it cannot be metamel. Well, if she was divorced, then she's no longer suitable for Kohen Gadol. So how can Rab Shimon say?" That uh, on a rusa that was divorced, you should attend the funeral. The shine husband is different, and we learned before divorced woman is also also shine husband is different, and we don't care whether she's divorced from engaged or divorced from from marriage. There is different. The Rabbi Nachman, you're right, but because we have a special passage where it says craver, where it says craver, somebody close to you is coming to add, is coming to add a girl who's engaged who's now divorced, even though she cannot marry a kohen gadol, but you can attend her funeral.
So if you're going to expand someone that is, is forbidden, cannot marry but maybe Hakrav is coming to include also Mukas Eitz that you should attend her funeral. Sigmara says, Ami Rabbi. So we answer Kreva Achaz We can only add one halacha with the word Kreva, and we have a choice whether we add a woman who was afflicted by a Mukas Eitz or whether we add a woman who was um, who was engaged and now divorced. So therefore, um, I'm going to prefer to add a woman who is engaged in our divorce that, that he should attend the funeral rather than a mukasates. You want to marry Why did you find that? Maybe the other way around. Maybe you should add a mukasates and not someone who's divorced. In the case of engaged and divorce, nothing really happened. She's just engaged, and we know it's totally peripheral, periphery, and nothing to do with her personally. So therefore, she cannot, he can attend the funeral because nothing, she didn't change. A mukasates. Her physiology's changed. She, she lost the psalm. So therefore, that to us, that's much worse. And that and that girl, you should not attend her funeral. Now we're not, it's clear. Rabbi Yaisi did not agree with Rabbi Shimon when it came to Mukazei. He says Rabbi Yaisi is no longer mentioned together, but Rabbi Shimon he left behind his mate. He left behind his partner up Shimon make cloud and Mukas eight. When it comes to Mukas eight, Kalamea certainly. When it comes to Mukas eight, he gives Lamea the what he could attend a funeral. But where does he learn it from? Minole, where does he learn it from? So we're handsome Allah easily turn the passing if he had nothing to do with a person, like Ramea said, nothing to do with a person. And Mukas eight has nothing to do with a person. Just because you lost virginity, it's not a result of relations with a person. But the problem is, well, I think they you, you really used it, used it for something else. About um, an Arusa, you use that, that if she was engaged, so you have something to do with the person, you don't attend the funeral. How can you use the same word to teach you also? But a Mukadesh is permitted. Says the Gemara, you take the word and break up into two parts. Lahaisa, he had no connection to a man, and therefore an Arusa, an engaged person, did. And Leish, you can say what the distance cover a man, but a Mukadesh, and therefore it's permitted. A love, you said, that, and then we all agreed that we're a love to him. To expand the sister, and if she's an adult, you still attend the funeral. But Abshim said before that whenever it says the word psula, psula means psula shlema, which means a lot that Abageras is excluded. So, how can over here? Uh, you tell me that you can go to the funeral of, of a begetters when the puzzle says off oh, to says you should go to the Shimon. The literal meaning of Sula means that she she, she has all of a she retained all of a Psulam. She's not a begetters. Does anybody right? Time of the Nami then you're right. In fact, where does he learn that from? From right here. Since he dashes over here that a begaris is no good, then he goes back to the word psalm. So what a psalm means? Psalm must mean that all of your psalm you have retained and not a begaris. In fact, this is where he learns it from. Once we've established that you don't, um, since we need the word elof to tell you that a begaris, you do go. Had it not been for elof, we would have thought you would not attend if you don't a Why not? Because it said psula. Must be that the word psula itself means a girl that, that is still a naira and not a begaris. Miklal, the psula, psula shleim mashma has to be complete. Tiny, we learned. We have a new subject now, and we'll talk more about it in Mitzvah Shabbos. Tiny, we learned. Shimon Yechoyim, Shimon Yechoyim said, a giyedis, chusa b'ashor shoni. You know that a koyin cannot marry a giyedis. And uh, in fact, there's a big machlek, he's a shoni, why a koyin cannot marry a giyedis. 
and uh, maybe we'll talk more about it in Mutzay Shabbos. Abshim Yochai says, and it's very important, has ramifications in Halach. Abshim Yochai says, a giyayis, if this giyayis is she became a giyayis under three years old, which means she didn't really have any, any relations, is kshayda lakuna. A koyin, a koyin to Abshim Yochai, is allowed to marry a girl under three years old if she converted them. Shnemer says, how do I know that? What says the posse by medium when they were giving instructions what they should do with all the people in medium? It says over there the whole taf benashim all the youngsters amongst the women that had no relations is what you should let them live. And Valipinchas mom Pinchas one of the warriors there. So we see that why well, we're understanding that means that you can marry them. So we see that a coin is allowed to marry these gerasim who are under three years old. Rabbanon, Rabbanon who argue with Rabshim ibn Yechai, and they hold that a coin cannot marry a Gigeris even if she's under three. What do they do with this posse? Hachayah, let them live. For what purpose? For slaves and for maids, not, not to marry them. If so, according to Rabshim, the main thing is whether they had marital relations or not. What's to do with three years old? Even 10 years old, 20 years old. If they never had marital relations, a coin should be able to marry them. Because, and, and the way Rashi learns and the way Gemara seems to be learning is, we'll, we'll learn those, those are shining. The problem with the Gaitis is that we, that we classify them as a Zoyna. And a Koyin Nala marry a Zoyna. We assume that all Goyim had married relations. So the question is if the whole Vart is Zoyna, and Rabbi Shimon says that we're going to look at each woman and decide whether she's a Zoyna or not. So, what's, what's it, why is it called of age three? Any age. Because this follows the view of Rabbuna. What Rabbuna? Rabbuna says there seems to be a contradiction between two sukkah. See, even one passage it says, Kol isha yedas ish that he said any woman that had relations with a man, you have to kill them. So in other words, the criteria is whether they had relations or not. If they had no relations, kind of let them live. And then in another passage, it talks about the youngsters, you should let them live. So if you're going to tell me that the youngsters are the same thing, whether they had relations or not, then what's the difference between a top and an ordinary isha? It's the same criteria. Did they have relations with them, with a man? Then uh, she's a zaina, you cannot marry her. And if you had no relations, then, then a client could marry her, a, a gayerist. So why does it have two things? There must be a difference between a taf and an ordinary issue. So we say as follows. Miklal, a taf, ben yod, ben yod, you can let them live by taf. We don't care if they had relations or not. It makes no difference. The only way to reconcile the two. And it seems on the one hand that only by Yisha makes sense that they knew they didn't know, but a taf, all instances, they let them live. And on the other hand, it seems by a taf also depends whether they had relations or not. So what's the difference between a taf and Yisha? So it says, Abuna, this is how you learn it. It doesn't do with personally whether they had relations, whether they're in that gender or in that in the, uh, age group that uh, are capable of having relations. So if it's suitable to have relations over three years old, like we learned a few days ago, then they have to kill them. But under three years old, they, you're allowed to let them live. So we see clearly from here that under three, a gayeris is permitted to, to be a coin for a coin to marry. How can we tell them what you learn? We have actually in the Bryce assembly of Halisha Yidasi Buruya Lebola because I've been talking about whether it's suitable to be involved to have relations with that. Adam Buru Lebola has to do with suitability, not whether they did. Let's look at whether they had Bilo not. The fact that you add Taf Benoshim and you, and you contrast that with ordinary women is that I have to do with age. If you're a Taf, you're always, and you're Megayer, you can marry a coin. So a Kondashim Yechai, a girl under three years old, Megayer, she can marry a coin.
according to the Chacham, and, and over three, they all have to be killed. According to the Chacham, makes no difference. They're always classified as a zayn. What they did, how did they know which girls were under three, over three? They had no passports. So they passed them in front of the tits. Because anyone who faced became bland and pale. We knew that, well, that she's old enough to have beer. But if it didn't turn pale, then we know well, that she's not suitable to have relations, and she lived. So obviously a simon for an Aveda that she's suitable to have an Aveda is a pale face. In fact, generally, people do Avedas, their face turns pale. We find something similar. It says in the Pasik, like much after a terrible calamity, what happened with the Pelegish Begiva when they wiped out the entire Sheba bin Yamin because of Yamin didn't want to give up those people who uh, who raked that um, that uh, Pelegish and let her die in the morning. And Kaiso went and had this terrible, terrible civil war. And they made a ban, nobody should marry. We had an entertainment that nobody should marry anybody from Binyamin. <clears throat> and the people in Gila and Gila, David Gilad, refused to help the Eden out against Binyamin. So they went, they had a war with the Gilad, and they allowed certain women to remain behind. And those women then married the people of Binyamin because they were not included in the in the vow that they made because they didn't go to the war. So it says the Pasik the Vayimsu, they found the Yavish Gilad, they found those people who were still living in Gilad, Arba Mayas Narapsul, they found 400 girls that were Psulaf. They had no relations, but how did they know? There was no, they didn't have a tzitzah. How did they know which girls never had relations or they were too young to have relations? We actually have a more this is one of the tests. They would place her to see whether Pesach Pesuach, whether she still has a virginity or Haim is still there. They would place them in barrels of wine. And um, and if she was a bull already, so there's no hymen, so reicha noidet, the, the smell of the wine would go filter through her. But psulif, if she still had her hymen intact, ain't reicha noidet, then it would obstruct the, the impede, the, the, the wafting of the, the, the wine. So that's how they knew who was a girl and not a girl, psulif or not, so in other words, it's a do with age. Says the Gemara, when Avrino looked at tzitz, why did they pass her in front of a tzitz? When it comes to the tzitz, the tzitz is only for positive, for positive things. Not to use it to punish people. Because here you're going to kill. Anyone that, that doesn't pass the test is going to be killed, and we don't use the tzitz for that. If so, in as well, why did they use the tzitz? They were going to kill all of these white part the people from Midian. When it comes to Yidin, when it comes to Yidin, the tzitz is supposed to be done in a positive way. Because that's positive for the Yidin. It saved the Eden for the Binyanas who tried to destroy religiously, spiritually, all the Eden. That a girl under three years old is permitted to a kite. Did you hear that clearly, or you're just assuming? My klala, um, what exactly, which klala do you want to glean it from? There was a city in Eretz Yisrael, there was all kinds of rumors floating about that there's some issues in that city. Rebbe sent Rumanus, he sent over here a person called Rumanus, and he checked out the yichas of the entire city, and what did he find wrong there? He found, Bas, he found one girl over there in that city, that Giyayda, a Prusa, he found there was one Giyayda there in that city that was a Muchas, that became a Geir, a Giyayda, when she was under three. 
That's no problem. Nothing wrong with the city. The rumor should be dispelled because she's allowed to marry a coin. So therefore, that's the story. I heard it clearly. Um, so if, if that's the story, it's not a cloud. This is a befeder. She told the story. Well, clearly, Rebbe said that a girl under three years old, a Gieris, can marry a coin. So the Gemara said, If you say that's not really considered befeders, why would you call this a cloud? Like it's from some generality, I understood. Why would you call this a cloud? Because I can argue, Dilma Shania Hassam, that story doesn't really, is not compelling. Why not? Because Hoyle, the interview, maybe it's talking about already when the girl got married. And now Debbie was ju judging a situation which already happened. He said, Look, she married a coin, leave it be. But if Hatchil would come to Debbie and said, Debbie, there's a gay, is two years old. Can she marry a coin? Maybe you would have said, No. That's why it's only Klala, not Befeish. I can't say 100% that that's the halach. Um, and I'll prove it to you. So therefore, I'm not learning from that story. So where I am learning from is from a cloud from Rabbi Rabbi What happened there? So Rabbi Rabbi Echon, the Amitavayu, they they both say begetus and mukaseis. You see, now I marry a girl. Coin God, but should not marry a girl who's a begetus. Should not marry a girl that's a mukaseis. But if he not and not, but if he married them, he can live with them. So what do we see? And even though uh, you know certain laws about a coin, they shouldn't do. But if he did it, it's all right. Same thing over here. A kid is under three years old, he shouldn't marry. But if he did, it's all right. And that's what I mean, the halacha Hashem Yuchai. So how can you give the two based on what we learned yesterday? You know why if a Kohen Gadol married a Begedis, it's all right? Because even if you were married to Psula, that would only be the first night. The second night, she would have lost Psulam anyway. Or the same thing in eights. The second night, you lost Psulam anyway. So now that you already had your relation, now you're up to night number two. Night number two, it makes no difference. Whether the first night was based on that or based on whether you know she was or absolu, whether she's a begaris, night number two makes no difference. So why divorce? What are you gonna gain? Is over there hustle safely begaris tachta remain we become begaris anyway, safely both tachta. So therefore we say leave it the way it is. Hoch over here safely is a tachta. Over here, you're telling me that the end will be a zaina. You're talking about if a girl under three years old is considered a, a gayatis, cannot marry a coin because of a zaina. And here we're talking about a girl under three years old, and you're gonna tell me. That the reason why she cannot, um, what do you call it? that? But the evidence, all right. Why? The second night she's still a zayna. The third night she's still a zayna. That's a classification. She is a zayna. So how can you allow that to happen? By the way, from the Gemara, clearly it seems that the problem of a coin marrying a gaitis is that she comes under the category of a zayna, and uh, that's why a coin is not marrying a zayna. That's the problem. How the other rishonim learned this Gemara, we may talk about much later. He also learns it from a cloud and it bothered him, like we just asked right now. That maybe, uh, you know, he also learned from the story of Shuma Levi, and then he said, But what's an eye? Maybe Levi's talking about the case we already married. And then he says, but no, he says, I cannot learn from Rabbi Yechon over there because if you know if you married a Begedis, the second night makes no difference anyway. Mashenkein over here, she said, If she's still a Zion, she's still a Zion, who said you're allowed to stay married? Further, um, there was this coin, the answer of the coin who married a girl under three years old who was a gayatis. What's this? How can you hear a coin? How can you marry a gayatis? He said, because so he said to him, Zil Apik, I want you to go and leave her. If not, I will remove from your ears. In other words, you are not allowed to. Um, you're not allowed to marry, uh, what do you call it? A, 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 a even though she's under three years old, the halacha is that you're not allowed to marry a even under three years old. 
Okay. We'll um, resume Shabbos.